Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is going to be the 94,000 sealed indictments, meaning that some 94,000 Americans are about to be arrested. Now, we've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it in light of some other things. First of all, my first question to get us started here, and this is probably going to surprise you. Why do the Democrats continue to try with all their might to impeach Trump? Why do they not approve Trump's appointments for the various offices? Why are they threatening to hold Attorney General Barr in contempt for not releasing the full unredacted Mueller report, which would mean he would be breaking the law to release anyway, and he doesn't even have to release any of it to them? Why are they pressuring him to do that? Here's a hint. The answer to all these boils down to the same reason, all of them. More questions. Why are some Democrats openly calling for impeaching President Trump, a duly elected president? Why do the Democrats attack Trump unmercifully, like I've never seen in my 65 years on this earth? Why do they leak documents in an attempt to make him look bad, or even worse, to get him impeached? Why is it that they had the whole Russia, Russia, Russia issue in the first place? It's all the same answer. It all boils down to the same reason. Why are the Democrats demanding the full unredacted Mueller report to be released when they have not even, not one of them, not even one of them has taken a, a, an even attempt to look at a 98% unredacted version? So they're hollering, oh, we want to see the whole report. We want to see the whole report. Why are they doing that? And they haven't even looked at the report that has been released. Okay, why, why, why? There's the same answer. And you're not going to get it from your 6 o'clock news. Why do reporters try and ask President Trump the most embarrassing, the most offensive, the most difficult questions at the very worst possible moment? Why? Why do they do everything stop short of just saying, we hate your guts? Why do they do that? Why? Why do they want the interpreters for the Putin-Trump summit all interrogated? Why? And the answer, by the way, is not politics. If you're saying, oh, well, it's just politics, you don't really understand the real reason. Also, it is not surprising. It is not that they hate Trump. And it is not that they want to win the 2020 election. Let's think it through just a little bit. Again, as a prophecy student, you know more than most of the people out there. You can listen to the news and you can see things deeper in the news than the people that are bringing you the news because you understand where it's going. And so you can look past the news. You can understand deeper than what they understand. So back to my question. What is the real reason the Dems continue to try to get Trump impeached? Again, it's not politics, and it's not even that they hate him. And it's not that they want to win the 2020 election. A lot of people think, oh, well, it's just because they want to win the 2020 election. It's not. What's the one central reason that fits all of these most vicious attacks upon any president in American history? Here's the answer, part of it at least, because they're scared to death. They are scared out of their mind. Why? Because they know the top elite has found out and they have informed those people in positions to know. They know that Trump is planning to arrest at the count is now up to some 94,000 of them and put them on trial. Now, no, not an O.J. Simpson show trial, but they know that they're going to be put on trial in military tribunals. 
They know that it was all made legal back in 2001, something that Bush set up, another one of their Klan members, and it was all set up after 9-11. They know that the military tribunals are going to be pretty much final, and it's not going to be a show trial, and all of their money is not going to help them. I think that they know that Gitmo and Diego Garcia and the Atoll Prison Islands, all three of them have had millions of dollars spent on them in recent years since Trump got elected. They have been upgraded, and they are ready to go to house a lot of people. I think that we will see Bill and Hillary Clinton among them, and I think that they will simply disappear off in the night, and you won't hear from them ever, ever, ever again. There won't be anybody pushing up against the bars with cameras saying, well, what do you think of all this? No, they will disappear off in the night, probably. Now, again, let me just give you a disclaimer. I mean, I'm just a pastor, okay? I just teach Bible prophecy. Nobody has given me any inside information. Nobody's slipped some kind of an envelope under my door. I just know what the prophets say. Okay, so how do I know this is coming? How do I know it from the prophets? This comes to us from Terry Bennett. He said that what happened was, like in 2010, the angel Gabriel visited him and told him several things that were going to happen. Part of what he told him was this. He said, I was shown in the governmental area that we will go through a dramatic change in our government. Well, not to a certain degree, we could kind of say that sort of already happened. A dramatic change in our government. And there will be a time of anarchy and chaos. Well, we haven't seen that yet. For a while, we'll have a fractional government. We haven't seen that either. That's coming. Which means, basically, our government will come down to the state level because the military will have to step in. And they will have to seize control of our federal government. Now, you'd call it a coup, but in all honesty, it will be to help our nation. That's why the military will have to step in. I believe we're now on the verge of these things happening. Lawlessness, chaos was shown to me, and civil unrest. He was also shown that when the checks from our government stop coming to the people, the chaos will ensue. Well, what would stop the checks? Well, that could be because Iran started selling oil for gold, and all of these other nine nations, including Russia and China, joined in, and the dollar became near worthless, just as Shane Warren was shown in his vision. So consequently, they couldn't pay all of the welfare anymore, and so consequently, the checks from the government had to stop coming in all the chaos. And here's the thing, brothers and sisters, it could start as soon as May and June of this year. Now, I think it really hinges on President Trump, and it hinges on that Middle East peace plan. If he does not split Jerusalem, we got to pray he does not split Jerusalem. But if Trump does split Jerusalem, then we'll see shortly after that the New Madrid fault, according to what the prophets say. This is not me saying it. I didn't hear God on any of this. I'm just reporting to you what the other prophets have said. Then we're going to see a New Madrid earthquake fault, and that has to do with about the same time our dollar goes worthless. And then about that same time, we're probably going to see the newspaper headline that says, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Then when that happens, the other seven headlines, which I'll read in a moment, are probably going to kick in. And when that first one, Omer ushers in Palestinian state, kicks in, as the Lord told me, see, it was June 14th of 20, 2008, in the night, he said, and when those prophecies that I gave your wife begin to come to pass, people from all directions will begin to turn and to listen to your ministry. Those headlines, I've read them many times, I'll read them again. Those headlines are, now this is the order I believe that they will be fulfilled in. I'll read the order she was given in just a second. 
I believe it will be Omer ushers in a Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. We don't know for sure what the catastrophe is, but based upon Shane Warren, it is probably an earthquake. Also based upon Ephraim Rodriguez, it's probably an earthquake. Depends on how bad it is. Depends on whether it's a meteor that knocks us out or it's maybe just a really bad earthquake. But again, if we pray, we can soften and delay. Let me say it again. If we pray, we can soften and delay. That's the reason if you're not a member of the Fast Track team, join at prophecyclub.com and never send any product offers, never ask for any donations. This is only for people that want to fast and pray for this ministry. And part of the things that I ask you to pray for, yes, is for America. But this is not just praying for America. This is praying for the goals of this ministry, which is winning thousands upon thousands of people and pulling them out of sports stadiums and things. Things like that, some very big and powerful goals. Anyway, Omer ushers in Palestinian state two. Catastrophe hits America, one of America's greatest times of need. In other words, America's really, really hurting. We just got hit with a, a financial disaster. That's not part one of the, uh, the headlines, by the way. But we did probably, this catastrophe is probably, again, I'm probably, I don't know for sure what it is, probably a new Madrid earthquake based upon what Shane Warren said. One of America's greatest times of need, four, Israel refuses help to America, so our best ally doesn't help us. Well, why wouldn't Israel help us? Well, could it be because we just forced them to split Jerusalem? It very well could be. You see how it fits together. Five, Israel is attacked. America sends troops. So what happens is a catastrophe hits America. All of a sudden, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, and two other countries, many of them, began forming their armies and their plan and their plot to attack America. And in the meantime, America's headline reads, one of America's greatest times of need, Israel refuses to help to America. Our number one ally, Israel, doesn't help. And then, because America's on our knees and because they see that America is not happy with Israel, Israel is not happy with America, they say, okay, boys, this is our opportunity. So then they go over and they attack Israel. The headline reads, Israel is attacked, America sends troops. Six, chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. What's the chaos? That's the same chaos that Shane Warren just told us about. That's the chaos that Terry Bennett told us about. That's the chaos from several witnesses out here. Several of these prophecies have told us chaos uh, rioting in the streets, blood in the streets is coming in America. Do you suppose that might be why the Lord told Leslie not once, not twice, but three times that we need to get our LTC, our license to carry a firearm? And I thought, Lord, has it come to that? Well, you're telling your ministers of the gospel to go get firearms and carry them? Really? Really? I mean, nevertheless, we did as we were told. Uh, so chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri Dudeman, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day. Such great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China and Japan and many other nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty. That's probably, I said probably, probably the start of the seven-year tribulation. Then we'll see the beast come forward, the false prophet. We'll see all of the prophecies in Revelation and several other chapters, several other places in the Bible begin to come forth. And the worst time of man, of humankind ever, 
will hit the earth. A great test will be thrown upon the earth, the mark of the beast, and we will be commanded, by the way, according to Revelation 13.10, go check it out, he that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. So the Bible tells us that we are not to fight. Oh, I, 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 I hate to even say this. I even hate to have these words come out of my mouth, brothers and sisters, but I didn't write it. You know, I'm just a delivery boy here. Revelation 13.10, that's why I give you the scripture. You can go read it for yourself. He that killeth with a sword must be killed with a sword. He that leadeth into captivity must go into captivity. Means you do not turn people over to the new world order, but you do not fight against them either. This is God's great test. A test what? Find out God is going to send them a strong delusion. I believe the strong delusion is going to be the beast. He is going to be given a mouth. And he is going to be given a mouth that is going to speak great blasphemies against God, the temple of God, and the people in heaven. He is going to speak against the church, Christians, and everything. He is going to look good. He is going to sound good. And he is going to form a world government. And just about, just about, just about everybody on earth falls for this guy. And all that were not written, whose names are not written in the book of life, shall worship the beast, who's, who was and is not, and yet is. When they behold the beast that was and is not, and yet is. In other words, when they see him, they are going to be hooked. That's the reason it says God will send them a strong delusion. That strong delusion is going to be the beast, brothers and sisters. He's going to look good. He's going to sound good. And if you're not already saved, the Bible says that you will probably fall for him. God will send them a strong delusion so that all that are not come to the knowledge of the truth would believe a lie and be damned. That's the reason now we are running out of time for us to start talking to our family, our friends, our loved ones, our worker friends, we got to start talking to them. I know they don't want to hear Jesus yet, but we got to start talking to them. We got to start telling them this stuff is coming. Yes, I know they're going to look at us like we have a hole in our head, but we got to tell them because that way when it starts coming to pass, they're going to turn and they're going to catch you at the, at the water fountain. They're going to say, okay, you want to tell me what's going on? You've been talking about this stuff now for a long time. You know what's going on? Tell me. Come on. And they were going to catch you when you're eating a donut. They're going to catch you in the parking lot. They're going to catch you. They're going to call you home. Say, look at, you know, I've been, I've been laughing at you. I mean, we've been poking fun at you behind your back for a long time. But now all of a sudden this stuff, you've been, here, let me give you an example. It was in the early days of Prophecy Club. At this point, Prophecy Club had reached the, the point to where I <laughs> didn't answer the phone too much. And, but one night it was late. It was after five o'clock and I was there by myself and the phone rang and I picked it up, Prophecy Club. And this man said, I want to place an order. He said, I want to give you a nice donation too. But first I want to tell you something. He said, I'm a truck driver. He said, I, I make the rounds. I drive here through Topeka about once a week. And he said, and I caught your broadcast and caught your broadcast again. It turns up I could arrange my schedule so I could drive through here and hear your broadcast several times a week. He said, I only listen to your broadcast just for a hoot. He said, I listen, used to listen to your broadcast and I used to laugh. I used to think you guys are the craziest thing I ever heard. He said, that is until I picked up the newspaper one day and some of the things you've been telling us started coming to the newspaper. I realized maybe, maybe just maybe, you knew what you were talking about. He said, yeah, I want to place this order. I want you to send me stuff. I'm going to give you a nice donation. And I want to say, I repent. I follow your ministry now. And you got a follower. See, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, that's what's about to happen. These people that think you're a crazy knucklehead, a weirdo, look, you got to keep talking to them. you got to keep telling them this sort of stuff is coming because one of these days it is. And I said I was going to give you the headlines and the order they were given. This was the order that they were given. She heard, Israel refuses help to America. Catastrophe hits America. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. One of America's greatest times of need. 
Israel has attacked America, sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri Dudem and the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Now, you also got to understand April 15, 2002, she had that uh, Arafat in the hospital dream. And the points of that were that Arafat would go into the hospital and die there. Well, April 15, 2002, he wasn't even allowed outside of his compound. So to put that on the air, send that out in the magazine, to send that out to all of our best supporters, that's a big risk. Nevertheless, 11-11-04, a.m., Arafat died in the hospital just like she was told. So this is a confirmed prophecy. She was also told that Israel would give the Palestinians a state. The Palestinian state would be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military. Oil will be discovered in Israel. The oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land, and Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world, meaning that's probably World War III, probably associated with the fall of America. So where are we going with this? I think that these 94,000 indictments are about ready to go. I just checked Q, even as I'm making the broadcast here, and still the last broadcast is dated May 2, 2019, and I'll read it word for word. He first gives you a YouTube link. Then the second sentence is, you are witnessing the systematic destruction of the old guard. Second line, May 2019, parenthesis, kickoff, parenthesis, start, parenthesis, offense. Third line, enjoy the show. Fourth line, cue. I believe what he's saying is that the arrest of some 94,000 top leaders across America is going to start off in May 2019. It is the kickoff. It is the start. It is the offense. And it is the destruction of the old guard. I believe that they went to President Trump when he was Donald Trump and said, we want you to run for president. And he agreed. And part of the whole plan is for him to arrest these 94,000. I'm not totally confident that he will even be elected again. As a matter of fact, I'm not totally confident that there will be another election. But I'm certainly praying that he will be because I hope he can bring correction. Jeremiah 51 verse 9 says, We would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her and let every man return into his own country. I believe that the 94,000 people about to be arrested is God's opportunity. It is God giving us a chance to heal our land. But what happens is, instead of America applauding, saying, oh, we're so glad that you arrested all of these corrupt sex traffickers, these evil people, and instead of thanking God, instead they start protesting. We want our entitlements. We want our money. That's all we care about. And there's rioting, there's bullets flying, there's blood in the streets like we have never seen, brothers and sisters. I'm telling you, look, it's coming. And in the middle of this, there's going to be miracles breaking out like we have never seen. We've talked about this, the sevenfold miracle crusade. And now we have 380 what we call purple shirts. In other words, there are people that are ready at a moment's notice. I believe I can call and we will have, out of those 380, we'll have a lot of people that will want to show up to help us with sports stadiums meetings. Now, how those get started and when and where, that's up to God. But I do know that that is what God has assigned us to do. Matter of fact, I'll tell you this, too. It was the very first night. It was April 19th, and I walked up to the microphone just a little bit before 6, and I was talking, and I said, 
you know, for these 25 years, Prophecy Club has been going. All this time, Leslie and I, from time to time, would turn to each other and say, you know, this is all practice. This is not even our ministry. Our ministry hasn't even started yet. I said, but I was just impressed just walking up here right now that right now, tonight, at 6 o'clock, April 19th, is the start of our ministry. And I lifted up my wrist. I looked at my watch, and it was exactly 6 o'clock. And I held my wrist up there, and everybody else turned to their watch, their cell phone, to see, and it was all exactly and precisely 6 o'clock, meaning the Prophecy Club ministry is not speaking tours for guests, though we did that. Matter of fact, if you ask me, I think that that was mostly for me and obviously for the people out there to learn too. And also we did over 60 Power of Jesus Crusades. It was basically based upon giving and receiving personal prophecies. But that also was training for Leslie and I. Then these last, I don't know what, eight or some odd years when I would have an occasional guest, but for the most part, it's been me on radio. That was all part of God's plan, getting us all ready. Remember, I said on here a lot of times, well, you know, I don't understand why people don't invite me to be a guest. Well, it could be because I carry Demetrius' message and they don't like what I have to say. But it also, finally, Leslie asked the Lord, says, well, why is it that Stan doesn't get invited? He knows more about prophecy than many of these other people that are getting invited. Why don't you invite him? Well, finally that night, he, uh, she, she was, she had a dream. God answered him. Here, let, let me pause this and I will just show you. I'll just read it for you what it said. Okay, here we go. I just pulled it up. August 12th, 2015. Stan and I were behind a bush that had green leaves, fruit, and flowers on it. We could see other ministries across from us and we asked, Why can't they see us? Why can't they see our message? Stan said, well, if we move over there behind that bush, maybe they can see us. So we went to that bush nearby, and it had a few leaves on it. You could see through it a little bit, but all of a sudden, we could see that there were bugs all over it, all around it. We got away from that infested, no-fruit bush, and we ran back to our bush. We decided that if other ministries could not see us now, to invite us into speak ministry now, it was better to stay with the bush we were behind because it had fruit and leaves on it. Now we see what God has done has kept us kind of hidden behind the bush until the right time for God to bring us out so that we can minister properly and give this message. Because there are very few people that want to hear that America is going to fall. I understand that. But that's my call and that's the message that I've been Assigned to carry, and I believe a lot of you listening right now know that you've been assigned to carry that and other messages about the end time. Look, if you're listening to this broadcast right now, you're not listening for entertainment. You're not listening to get your problem solved. You're not listening to get your heart lifted and to be encouraged. You're listening for one reason, because God has you listening, and you know he has you listening because he's got a call for your life, and he's got you getting prepared in these last times for all of these scared little rabbits to all of a sudden wake up, and they're in the last day days. They're in the end times. There's been a great catastrophe. There's been a war. There's been nuclear bombs. Who knows how bad it's going to be. Some dark hole someplace, and there's a bunch of scared little rabbit children down there, people that didn't ever want to hear about this Bible prophecy, and they're turning to you and say, do you know what's going on? Yes, sir, I do. I'll explain it to you. If you want to listen, I'll tell you what's going on. Okay, what's going on? Okay, well, turn to your Bible. Go here. Here's where it is. This is what's happening. And see, you're going to be able to give an answer. Right now, you don't fit in so good because, see, you don't, you're not part of the beautiful crowd that is behind 
the, the bush that they can see. Instead, you're kind of covered up. They don't want to hear you right now. Maybe you don't look exactly good. Maybe you don't sound exactly good. But I'll tell you what, the people in hard time, they're going to start listening to you. And you're going to be able to give an answer. And then you're going to point them to Jesus. And you're going to take your hand and say, look, there's only one way out of this. And that is eternity. That's to make certain that your name is in the book of life. You're going to take their hand. And you're going to say, pray with me. Pray with me. I'll, I'll show you how to find Jesus. And you'll lead them to the Lord. If you've ever done that, brothers and sisters, there's nothing on this green earth more exciting, more fulfilling than leading someone to the Lord. Let me tell you a little story. Long before I ever decided I was going to be getting in ministry, I never thought I would be getting in ministry, I was on my heart to go out and to lead a Bible study someplace, probably at like some jail or something like that. Long story short, I met these guys. They said they were having a Bible study out at a jail, and I met them and went to the jail with them. And uh, they, they said, well, wait here. And so I waited in this jail cell. And, of course, I was thinking lions, tigers, and bears. Boy, this is scary. <laughs> Never been anything like this. This is scary. And they came back, and they said, where'd you go? And I said, well, we're walking down a little walkway there, and we were inviting people to come into the Bible study. Did you get anybody? Yeah, we got a couple of guys, but there's one fellow down there that really needs to come, but he just won't come. All of a sudden, this boldness came over me. So I walked down this little area, and I could see that, well, I was safe because if I stood over <laughs> against the wall, these these lions, tigers, and bears people couldn't reach me. But I walked down there, and there was this one fellow sitting there. I can still remember his name to this day. His name was Chris. And he had on one of those yellow jumpsuits. The top was tied around his waist, so his his upper uh, part of his body was showing a bunch of tattoos and stuff. And I said, why don't you come into the Bible study? He didn't even look up. He looked like a guy that just stepped off of a Harley, just slit your throat and not even think about it. He said, nah. I said, ah, come on to the Bible study. And he said, nah. Didn't even look up again. So then this holy boldness came over me. And all of a sudden, I thought, you know, and, and, I, and I think I saw this. I, I think I saw a vision. I said, you know what? I said, I see you in a field. Uh, it's kind of brown, dry grass. And I see you with a three fifty seven Magnum in your mouth. You're about to pull the trigger. If you don't find some peace in your life, you're about to kill yourself. That's where you're going to wind up. I said, look, you can come back anytime you want to. No one's going to hurt you. We're not going to embarrass you. You can you can quit and come back anytime you want to. The guy, nah, he didn't even look up. I said, look it. I said, I don't know about you, but I said, I'm from Texas. I said, now, that Texas way, we have a thing called a dare. And I said, I dare you to get up. And to come into our Bible study, and I will show you how to find true peace, joy, and happiness. He still didn't look up. He said, nah. I said, all right. Well, I double dog dare you. I said, look, we're not going to hurt you. I will show you how to find true peace, joy, and happiness. You can come back to your jail cell anytime you want to. Just come on in there. I'll show you how to find peace, joy, and happiness. Finally, he looked at me, said, all right. So he came in there. And I said, okay, well, look, I just promised the guy to show him how to find peace, joy, and happiness. Can I, can I take over here for a second? They said, yeah. So I led him in the sinner's prayer. When I got done, big crocodile tears running down his cheeks. I mean, he found Jesus right there in a jail cell in Little Jail in Kansas. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, there is nothing more exciting than leading someone to the Lord. Now, right now, they don't want to hear this stuff about Dimitri. They don't want to hear this stuff about America Fallen. But if you want to be one of those that can give an answer, I'm going to suggest you got to read your Bible, but also you need to get my book. 
My book is going to be like a hand manual, a handbook, so that you know that you know more Bible prophecy than some preacher that's going to come along. I've been preaching for 36 years, and I know more about Bible prophecy than you. No, you don't. I read this book. No, you don't. (laughs) And you will be able to run circles around them, explaining to them how Bible prophecy really works. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55, and you can get a case for $250. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55, or a case of 60 for $250. You get that book and you read and you digest that book along with your King James Revelation, and you will know more about Bible prophecy to give an answer than anybody else around you except those people read the book. I'm confident to say that. If you want to be one that could give an answer in the last days, get my book, prophecyclub.com, prophecyclub.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your gifts of support. At WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. Your faithful monthly gifts Help the Prophecy Club to continue and overcome evil with the truth. Help us take the warning to America. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today.